0: Hey, what is up, Voice community? This is Charles with the Voice podcast. So thanks for tuning in. And, you know, when it comes down to our podcast episodes and guests... One of the things that I like to provide value about is how do we build a system? How do we build communities? How do how do we build our businesses or brands to the best level we that we can? And when I have guests on involved in here, I always think about what kind of value they can provide for anybody who's listening. So I actually got an opportunity to invite Sky, uh, owner of Happy Place Eatery. Yep. Right? And as well as we deliver liquor. So, um, he's been killing the game. I've seen a lot of his posts and he has a team around him. I met him at the one, what's that one event? At Topa, Was it Topa Topa?
1: Yeah, it was an event that uh, Mambo and I put together mm-hmm. with uh, getting all the creators together. Yes. And um, influencers yeah, cool. that was uh, at the Topa Topo on Cult Street. There we go. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember
0: that time. So uh, I was just impressed by how you created, you know, the Advancing System. And you mentioned a couple of the people that was involved working with you. And, you know, um, I knew that when I launched this podcast again, I wanted to bring you on board. Just talk about and just get to know how you go about your business and some of the things that you're building. Because I think it would be interesting for a lot of the audience to just hear about yourself. So forward to start this thing, for anybody who doesn't know about you, can we get a little bit of introduction about who you are?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Sky Center, local entrepreneur. Um, I've had uh, Happy Place craft beer, wine, and spirits for almost 20 years, 19 oh, nice. years now. Um, I launched Happy Place Eatery mm. just recently. Um happy place, craft beer wine and spirits used to be called Sam Satiquoy Liquor mm. is the name everybody knew it by. Yes. And then about two years ago I changed the name and recently started marketing the new name and kind of changed the logos and everything else. Right, right, right. Um and uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a local entrepreneur, been in Ventura County since I was two years old. Nice. And uh Particularly in East Ventura's where I grew up and kind of where I was raised, and now I live in uh, in Oxnard. Okay, cool, cool.
0: So before you started, what's uh, happy place? What were you doing before that?
1: So I've had it for 19 years mm-hmm. before that. Uh, so I bought it 19 years ago before it, I was doing sales. So I worked for Circuit City. Okay. Uh, I worked in cell phone sales. Mm. I uh, wire, was wireless manager at a wireless company and I uh, ran a, a, a really large area. It was basically all of San Diego, Irvine, Murrieta, that whole area. Wow. Um, I did that for a while. And then the company, long story short, the company lost its contract with Best Buy because oh. Best Buy decided to do its own in, yeah, in-house yeah. Interesting. cellular. Interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah, and then when uh, when that fell through, I kind of came home and I was kind of upset because mm. I'd put so much energy, time and energy. For sure. I took that market from last in the nation to number one in the nation wow. in three months. And I'm like, I'm finally ready to like rock out mm-hmm. and enjoy my time because it was working like 80, 90 hours a week <laughs> just to bring bring it up to par, yeah, yeah, right yeah. interesting but when you're in a market running it so that's so low you got to put in more energy mm-hmm. just to get it there so i did that and by the time i was done bringing it to number one in the nation all of a sudden like i found out that my contract our contract with best buy ended but i wasn't aware of it mm-hmm. and i relocated to san diego for wow. it wow so then i came back and um i was just kind of over working for somebody else mm-hmm. and at that moment, I just knew, like, I needed to do something else.
0: Gotcha. So so then what sparked that interest? You know what? Hey, let us let me start my own business. Because oftentimes, a lot of people just look for another job. But you took the approach to decide, hey, I want to start my own business.
1: You know, I, I have a kind of different upbringing. Mm-hmm. My parents were entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. So nice. my parents came t- from India. Uh, my dad came here in 84. Mm-hmm. So when he came here, he was already an entrepreneur. Um, he had the entrepreneurial mindset. He was already working for other people, but yet saving money and learning the business and the happy place, Craft Rewind and Spirits, used to be uh, owned by my dad. Oh, okay. So he owned the business, um, and after just being around the business made me want to—I knew I was going to own my own business. I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur, but honestly, I had zero wants— I did not want to get into the business. Mm. I just didn't. Why was that? Because the way that it was ran by them mm. was it my vision of okay. what a business is. So,
0: so I imagine certain traits of the the way they were operating
1: just didn't resonate with you at some point. Then, right? You know, um, you know, they say, okay, old school people they do it this way, right? And now <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. the old school, right? So interesting. They, what the hell are you? from uh, I'm forty. Forty. Okay, dude, you still look younger. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, for me, I think the biggest thing was I, I needed to make it my own. Mm. I needed to do it differently. Right. I needed to make it fun. And at that moment, it wasn't fun. And it, was, it wasn't a place that really excited me to go to. Right. It was just a basic little hole in the wall mm-hmm. that did check cashing. And we, you know, we didn't have anything fun and exciting. Mm. And then once, eventually, when I did buy it... Um, I was able to turn it around and literally make it something that I enjoyed. Nice, nice. And what what was your initial intent to moving forward when you actually bought that? Um, it was to create like a place everybody wants to come mm-hmm. to get the things that you can't get elsewhere.
0: Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Did we have Happy play, happy Deliver,
1: Happy... Uh, happy- so it's Happy Place craft Happy Place. beer, wine, and spirits. Okay, cool. But the handle is we deliver liquor. That's what I was
0: gonna say. That's what I was kind of getting it a little bit twisted.
1: Yeah. You know. So, um, so the liquor store came first. Correct. So, Happy Place mm-hmm. was Sam Sadikoy Liquor, and then in 2000, I want to say 10, I started doing delivery service, mm. and that's when like Instagram started popping off. So then I got the handle, we deliver liquor because I was the first store out here to start delivering. Nice. okay. So that's how we got the, we deliver liquor handle Mm -hmm. and we just kept the, we deliver liquor handle because it's a good
0: handle. This is more for the username friendly as well. The search engine. That's that, that was smart. So then talk, talk us through how that developed for you as far as it, because from my experience, when I started seeing some of your content as well, like I've never seen a liquor store, market and communicate the way it does what it does the way you did
1: see i think i was i was a marketer at heart okay okay i like that i didn't come from even though my parents were entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. i was entrepreneur when i was younger Mm. like even in middle school and high school i was the first kid in this whole school in high school as a freshman i bought a cd burner I was the first one in the whole school to have one. Really? And I was just, I was hustler. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I saw my parents do it. So it was just natural for me to be an entrepreneur. To put that out there. But right. at the same time, as I would say, is like even when I was selling CDs, I paid attention. I listened to people, mm-hmm. right? I was, a lot of people think a salesperson is somebody who knows how to speak. The problem where they fuck up is it's really about somebody who knows how to listen. Facts. Yeah. Right. It, it's about listening and understanding what people want. Absolutely. Right? Finding out what the demand is and creating something to fulfill that demand. Creating that
0: value. Right. Absolutely. So you were a pretty good listener when it comes down to understanding the people's needs.
1: Absolutely. I mean hmm. you listen to people. The thing is is a lot of people they, they want to talk, right? And 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 I do too, right? But right, at right. the same time is how how y- your goal is is not to be heard. Right. It's to make sure when you do speak, you're speaking of value. Mm. Just like when you started this podcast right now, you said I want to bring guests here that are going to add value to for you. For sure. So for me, it's like if I'm having a conversation with somebody and they want to purchase something, mm-hmm. I want to add value. For sure. And at the end, after I add that value, then they can make their decision which item they want to purchase. Nice. Right. And so I'm giving them options according to what they need and want. Isn't that crazy, though, that a lot
0: of people don't realize that the concept of sales is just understanding people's needs? And for you to understand the needs, you have to ask the right questions. Absolutely. You have to listen more intently, right? Absolutely. Now, I'm curious, how did that translate in the liquor world? Because I don't know shit about, you know, liquor in here and, and wine, like... If you ask me questions on that, oh, my knowledge is like almost (laughs) little.
1: (laughs) I think I think to learn anything, Mm -hmm. you have to be realistic. And you you can't say I know something when you don't. Hey, voice community. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode.
0: If you're looking to amplify your voice, just like what we do here at voice podcast. And you want to create your own platform. We actually do have an agency called Orca Media where we focus on content development, social media strategies, social media development, and overall just part of your marketing strategy and how to amplify your business on social media even more. Social media management, editing, video editing, finding trends, ad management, paid media, whatever you name it, community development. So everything from that point to improve your social media. For anybody who tunes in, who decides to work with us, we're giving a promotion to anybody who signs up from here up to 250 dollars off if you're looking to take your brand presence online much more would love to be able to help out other than that hope you guys enjoy the rest of the
1: show right when i got in the game i didn't know shit. all i knew is people and customer service nice right so in the beginning i built that business off of Handshake relationships, you know. Mm. When I saw John coming in, I'd be like, "Hey, what's up, John?" I used to literally run in the uh-huh. cooler, grab his tall can of of Bud Ice, mm-hmm. put it on the or two eleven, and put them on the counter. But right when, when he walks in, he sees wow. the stuff and have you know so and so's uh, cigarettes on the counter. It's just one of those things. Like that's how I started in that business. Was about building relationships with the people, and when when you genuinely do it from a good place. From the heart, people see it mm-hmm. and they want to support you.
0: I think that's super cool because I don't think I don't I can't recall the last time I went to a liquor store or any local shops that sell alcohol or any you know even non liquor stuff right where. They can recognize people coming in uh, repeatedly.
1: And and the beauty is this is when the leader does it, Mm -hmm. then everybody on the team does it. I can see how you lead. Okay. So so the thing is this is I I don't expect anything out of any of my team members and my leaders to do anything if I don't do it. Mm. So if I'm in the store, you're going to expect me to give people the right customer service. I'm going to make sure they get taken care of. And when they see me do it, it, it's easy for them to do it. I think a lot of businesses fuck up mm-hmm. when the leaders think that they can just walk around and not do anything and then expect everyone else to for do sure, it. For sure.
0: For I, sure. I think I also like to resonate with idea that you should lead from the front. Absolutely. Right? Well, now I'm, I'm just curious. I mean… Vo- in here in a voice podcast one of the things that we like to tackle on is like the deeper aspect of it I'm always curious where people get these values and you definitely have the value when it comes down to being charismatic but at the same time also leading from the front as a leader yourself where do you think you got these from like is it something you
1: acquired you learned or I I think I was really self aware that mm. I appreciated a leader that would lead that in that manner and so okay. when I when I worked In the retail world, there was a few managers I remember that did a really good job Mm. with it, and I admired it to this day. Right. So, I'm like, okay, I still remember Craig from Circuit City. (laughs) As much as, like, we butted heads because I didn't want to do certain things, (laughs) you know? For sure. But... It was he led by example. He still did, it. and then you're like, "Fuck!" Now he's going around doing it. Now I need to go do this. Right, right, right. So, so to me, just seeing people do it, and then also seeing people that are not doing it, mm. and how you feel. So to me, it's all about feeling, right? I mean, if if you feel that you're appreciated, you're wanted, and people don't treat you like lesser, mm. I think that's the problem with with that I see sometimes. So for me, I didn't want that to to be the case. Hmm, Two, two things in there. One is self-awareness,
0: right? And I like that you have that sense of self-awareness. You know, I can see how that's taking you a lot. And I think a lot of people that I've met who are super successful often starts with the trait of becoming self-aware, like how they feel about things and how they make other people feel.
1: And and even you have to be self-aware what your weaknesses are, right? So I'll tell you in, in all of my businesses, Mm -hmm. I have, I have the ability to jump tomorrow and start a new business. I can go do whatever. I don't have the fear of failure. <laughs> I will tomorrow I go that. do something. <laughs> and by the way, I, I I I've I've been following your journey of you know being your own entrepreneur oh, and starting a company. You. And I really like how you're you're bringing people into your life. I think that's fucking dope. I thank think you, it's, man. Thank you. It's cool. I, I'm excited to see your journey as it as it continues yeah. on because that's that's really you know. It's really hard to open up and let people in. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with all the drama For and all sure. the bullshit that happens, yeah. the struggles. Oh yeah. When you have all this money coming in mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, you're like, now you're relying on on your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how, let me ask you, how has how sure. that process been with
0: you? Okay, so, I mean, a lot of people, hopefully by the time the listeners will be listening to this thing. But for those who haven't, um, I quit my job 67 days ago. I'm, I'm tracking it, right? As of this podcast record today. And um, I, I've had the business for about two years and a couple months. Right, I started because I started doing podcasts like this, and I started to do videos, and I was like, I started learning how to create videos out of podcasts because I didn't, I wanted to promote it, and then that skill turned into a service, which turned into a, 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 a package, yeah. and then th- that packages turned into an agency, and then slowly, I'm building it. You know, it's not where I want to be financially, but I would say I'm really happy with how we've developed, like, the operation, like, basically putting out the fires or strengthening the, the bottom part. So that's been the, the best process for me is like, I like seeing things from the ground up and just building it up, Yeah, you know, and then and, and see, and it, same thing for my clients. When I work with clients, I'm looking at their brand, not just as like, Oh, let me create content for you. But like, Hey, what are things that we can communicate about your brand that will make you uniquely different and not just be a commodity?
1: Yeah. I, I think that's really important where people forget that the reason people are going to purchase your product or your brand or whatever it is, or your service Mm -hmm. is because of how that brand makes you feel for sure or how you can connect to that brand. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs forget that Mm -hmm. and they don't understand the value of what you do. Yes. Right. Whether it's video editing, content creation, it is vitally important these days because people all day are on their phones. Yeah. Right. They're intaking all the videos and all the stuff. Are they taking your videos? Are Mm -hmm. they watching you? Are they hearing you? Are other people talking about you? And, and I think a lot, it's, it's hard because it's hard for a lot of people that are business owners to make that financial commitment because you, it's hard to see the results because the results aren't just like i invested this much and this is my return. Mm-hmm. yeah like you said, it's building a brand yeah for sure and 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 what you mentioned earlier it's it's how you it's it's
0: it's about who you're trying to serve right and I, I think oftentimes and I, I I can see it right when you start a business your intent is to make money right but like at the end of the day I, I feel like most people who are doing really well with their business or at least you know killing it, out there are often the ones who actually care who they're serving yeah in in my opinion i mean you know i'm sure there's other ways to understand that better and um, there's a lot of people out there i know that are very number oriented in their business but i feel like the, the the it shows up yeah Right. It shows up with the people who are building their brands and investing in it, which through content or marketing or whatever is the experience, like even for you, the fact that, that you have traits that you want to take care of the customer because you're, you're listening and also you're, you want to give them that experience, like that
1: shows up a lot in the business, you know? Yeah. And I think the other thing is, is where, what, what makes a really big difference is when you start your journey, right? Everything takes so long. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you're in day 67. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And it may seem, oh, my God, I'm over two months in. That ain't shit. Right? Like, if you really break it down, like, my business, I didn't even start making money properly until, like, five years in. hmm My first years were, like, paying off debt. For sure. You know, getting out of debt. Right. And I, I want to say it was probably seven, eight years until I really started making money. Right. And then even after that, it was about building a team, Mm. right? Now it's like, hey, how can I build other people that are going to be able to duplicate what I can, Mm. right? And the thing is this is- Love that. The problem though, when an entrepreneur tries to do that, they look at each one of the tasks and say, oh, well, I'm a better cash register Mm. operator. I'm a better stalker. I'm better with customer service. I'm better at ordering liquor. I'm better at ordering beer, Mm -hmm. everything, right? But the problem is this which motherfucker can do all those better than you by themselves? No, by themselves. Okay. Mm. I can't do all yeah, of yeah, those yeah, right, the right. best. I can do each one better. Mm. But now I have people that are in charge of certain things Love that. in the business that have the ability to make their own decisions mm-hmm. on what's right and wrong for the company mm. because they care about the company. For sure. Right? And when you give them that title and give them that like that respect, Mm -hmm. right? That I believe in you. I trust you. I know you're going to make the right decision and they treat it like their own. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you have those right people and now all of a sudden I step back and I can start looking at the big picture, right? Not just the store, but the future endeavors that are going to happen. Yes. Right. Opening up the food truck. I also did other businesses that didn't succeed. Mm -hmm. That did fail. But, I wasn't able to do those unless I had these people, these team members that we love each other, we treat each other well, we respect each other, and at the same time, they do that job better than I could mm. because I can't do all those jobs.
0: Right, right. I think that's a, that's a, such a powerful distinction to make. It's just, as owning the business, it's not just you doing it, it's it's how can other people do the work with you so that you can continue to expand that. And that, that, that's something I've I've, started thinking about while I was building in the last few years as well. It's like, how can I duplicate this thing where I can focus on the other things to help the business grow? And, and tapping back into what you said too, is also, you know, um, not making money. Like I, I actually came into this mindset was like, I'm okay. Just breaking even, <laughs> you yeah. know, if my team needs to feed and, and if, if my, if I need to, uh, make breaks to make shit happen, I'm okay with it as long as it's going in the right direction and making sure that I'm doing the right things. Yeah. And and eventually, with faith, knock on wood, <laughs> right, the business will eventually grow to where it needs to be. And then I think that's when I can start to be, okay, cool. And even then, I still feel like it's not going to end.
1: Yeah. You know? No, I mean, the, the thing is this is when you're starting some – this is – even though you've had the experience for, mm-hmm. for multiple years, I've seen you've been – Doing content, I've 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 met you on in random places mm-hmm. working. Uh, I believe it was persistence. Once I saw, I met you, yes. I saw you there. Yes, yes. Uh, a long time ago. But 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 long story short is is when you when you're doing it for a long period of time, then you're trying to make it a full time thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through like a lot of learning, right? There's going to be a lot of things you're going to learn. A lot of things you're going to change. And and it's our job to make sure when you learn that I'm doing something wrong or mm-hmm. I can improve on something right, right, right. or I'm not charging enough right. or I'm charging too mm-hmm. much, whatever it is, right? Whatever, making sure your customer's getting the value, you're getting the value, make those fucking, once you know, make the decision to make those changes. Because I think most business owners fuck up and I fucked up by not not changing the things that weren't working when I knew they weren't working hmm. right it's like it's like Albert Einstein's like word like it just it's insanity if you think something's gonna change mm-hmm. you keep doing the same shit You're doing the same thing every day and expecting change expecting change right mm-hmm. so you have to fucking make the change for sure and I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned mm-hmm. is you have to do that so powers and numbers the power is in numbers right once you see the numbers and you see what needs to happen You make the difference. Absolutely. Like in my business, I was so about the customer in the beginning, Mm -hmm. like in the store where all I cared about is making the customer happy, where I never realized that I was fucking myself up Mm -hmm. so bad because I was literally working 80, 90 hours a week in my own business, not making money because I wasn't charging a fair value, mm. right? At the end of the day, fair. it's value. Fair, fair value. value. Two that things. Value for the customer. Value for yourself mm-hmm. too, right? Because I could go get a job, right, in sales and kill it. Mm-hmm. But I decided I wanted my own business. Yeah. Now I got my own business. I wanted to make everybody happy to the point where I was giving shit away, mm. right? And then once you add taxes, you add everything. You're just like, I can't do this. So what was beautiful is. You know, once you realize what your weakness is, my weakness was was numbers, Mm -hmm. even though I'm really good at like numbers Mm -hmm. and math was what I excelled in. Mm. My wife is an accountant by trade. Like that's what she went to school for when she came in the picture. I was able to focus mainly on the business Mm. and she ran all the numbers. Right. So I did the ordering, the sales, mm-hmm. and like ideas and marketing and blah, blah, blah. I used to make little videos on mm-hmm. Facebook and she did the numbers and she'd bring the numbers to me and show me them. And then we'd go over them. In the beginning, I was hard headed because I yeah. didn't want to change the numbers. Right, right, right. And she showed me and I was like, holy shit, like you're right.
0: I you think, know, I think that's so crazy when you start putting things in the numbers. Like for me, I'm, I'm very idealistic and sometimes too, <laughs> I would even say delusional on the optimistic side. Um, but when I start putting things in numbers, you're like, "Oh crap, I did that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that, that's so crazy though. But um, talk about like like your new restaurant, right? Your new restaurant. You've had this wine for a while. What made you decide
1: to pivot into serving people food in the first place? So first of all, I want to give a shout out mm-hmm. to um, um, to a couple of friends of mine. They uh, he owns Barrel House One Hundred and One. Okay. All right, and they have a shop out in Santa in uh, Ohio, nice, uh, which is a liquor store with a restaurant in mm-hmm. it. Oh wow! Okay. Okay, and when I saw that concept, like back in the day, I was like, "Yo, Joby, <laughs> like this is cool." Yeah. Like I fell in love with that idea, and I was obsessed. One day, I'm going to do it. Mm. So fast forward. Um, where the store sits right now, the property, the three right. acre property, um, I eventually purchased the property. Nice, congratulations. Right? Which which what happened long time ago? I rezoned it in 2010. Okay, okay. okay. Gotcha. And then 2012, I I got the zoning done, mm. and I was on a mission to build something beautiful there. Right, and I was like, I'm gonna do the restaurant. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And fast forward to now, I was like, you know what? I'm going to eventually do it. I'm going to eventually build this project. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a restaurant. And I'm going to do a tap room, a wine bar, a nice. cocktail lounge, like a full place where you can go with the whole family, whether you want to drink or you mm-hmm. want to oh, you. eat food or whatever. I wanted to create this, this okay. idea. So I've been working on this concept, this idea since 2010. Mm. And now I just was like, you know what? I don't have the location built out yet. I don't have this. I want to do this. Why the fuck don't I just go open up a food truck? Mm-hmm. And one day, you know, I met with somebody and uh, they were going to be on board and we were going to go do this thing together. And um, I put my money where my mouth is. And nice. I found within three days of having that that meeting. I already bought a food truck. Nice. It was within a week, at least. And so, how long have you
0: had this food truck so far?
1: I've had it since May of last year. Since May of last year? So okay, about cool. six months. Yeah, I've seen it. I've been, I've been trying to visit, but I'm just like, crap. Oh, oh man. Don't, right. don't, don't do it. Don't do it, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, once you have that burger, it ruins burgers. Oh, man. it really. I'm, I've seen it. It looks, it looks real good. You, you know when you know the food is good is when the owner, the owner's son, mm-hmm. that we eat beef, my wife mm-hmm. doesn't, but me and my son eat at the truck four times a week. Oh, wow. And, like, my, my son will drop, like, a triple and a double. He's just, he's a little monster. He's growing. He's 12 years old. But the food, it, it's just so delicious. Mm-hmm. It, it's See, for me, is when I do something, I want to do it for me. Mm. Right? So I want to use the better quality meat. I want to use the better buns. Love I want to use the better pickles. Mm-hmm. Right? I want the better brioche bun. Mm. Not the cheaper brioche bun. <laughs> I want the one that I don't care about the cost. Mm-hmm. I care about the quality. Because mm. at the end of the day, I'm not selling a burger... I'm selling a happy place smash burger and the value that somebody gets out of that burger is far exceeds any other burger that mm-hmm. they're going to have. Now, it might not be their everyday burger, but they're going to go get it every time we're at Midwest or Topa Topa right. or Venture Coast once a week cuz that's their burger that they love for sure. Right, because when you when some of these places are mixing meat with a bunch of stuff mm. to make the meat cheaper right. or they're using cheaper ingredients you can sell a cheaper quality product yeah, for a cheaper sense. amount. so we use best ingredients that I love and I enjoy and then we have our own sauce called the Happy Smash sauce wow. it's got a little spicy kick to it Ooh, okay and it's it's delicious nice and, and now we've added other stuff to to the truck as mm-hmm. well but um, but you know going back to you know I, I went out I bought the truck I um, I had a local artist uh, from the lab. Uh, in the in uh, in Sadikoy, mm-hmm. actually paint it and like um he goes by contra on instagram okay. um and he just killed it he did all the tagging with a spray can and nice, on nice. the whole truck it was beautiful we we launched it lucky right you know with my relationships with all the breweries mm-hmm. already because I carried all their beer from day one. Right. You uh-huh. know yeah. some of them I pushed them. I'm like can it can it can it <laughs> yeah. you know I'm like can your beer I'll buy a whole pallet. You know, and we've already had the relationship. So they reached out, bring your food truck here. Mm. So, you know, right. It it was just one of those things. It just, it happened so quickly. And within 30 days, not only did we launch the truck, we went to Casa Pacifica Mm -hmm. Food and Wine Festival. And uh, out of all the top restaurants, Mastro's, Larson's, Mm -hmm. you name it, we were the only burger that placed. Wow. And we got third place and we were in tough competition.
0: With like some of the what what competitors were you are you were you coming
1: up or against? I mean Alex Mont Alex Montoya, mm-hmm. oh, okay. good friend of mine. Uh, he does Water's Edge. He mm-hmm. does uh, uh, Honey Cup. I mean, love that kid. He's mm. just like he's so passionate about what he does. Right, right. And he just kicks ass in the kitchen. Mm. It's just like he's got the Kobe mentality in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You know, and I respect him. And he won first place. And just to be in his his company as a, he's a chef we're just a food truck mm. that we we just our whole team together we we make the food together you know we're we're not like there's no executive chef i'm not executive chef sure. um I, you know i think i don't i don't want to call myself a chef because i'm not you know i'm just somebody who loves good quality mm. stuff and i'm willing to play around right, and right. figure it out with my team to make a good quality you know, good product, quality food. For
0: sure. I, I do like the fact that you care about what kind of ingredients you have in there because at the end of the day you're not just selling a hamburger. I think you said it best, you're selling an experience. Absolutely. And and the other thing I also want to tap into is when you had these other uh, breweries, right? Products in your liquor store, was it always intentional for you to push them or was it just your intent to just building some sort
1: of a good relationship with them? No. So my intention is I want to support local. Mm. Right. So if you're a local brewery, I want to push you. I want to help you. Right. Right. Now, the thing is, this is, you know, tastes are subjective. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not the one to say, yo, hey, this brewery is I don't like it, so I'm not going to carry it. Right, right. That's stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like saying, somebody's saying spicy stuff is horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't like right, your burger because right, right. it's spicy. It's not for you. Mm. It's not made for you. So just understanding that there's different palettes, there's different breweries, they they all do something different. Mm-hmm. I I would be open to bringing all of them in because they're local. Mm. Luckily, we've got some of the best breweries yeah. in the United States of America. Mm, uh. Okay. Interesting. I am right here in Ventura County, we have the GABF, the Great American Beer Festival. Mm -hmm. We had so many medals, gold medals, silver medals from local breweries Mm -hmm. out here that were crushing it. Wow. So that made it easy. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I just, I, I listen to the customers. I see what they want and I bring in what type of styles and what beers they want.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I have seen a lot of breweries around here they they have a lot of uh, like audience. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, and, and some of the ones that you're working with, so shout out to that, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: th- you, you know the the beer scene, the beer communities, it's it's big, right? I mean, when I started doing craft beer in the mm-hmm. store, a lot of people were like, "The hell are you doing? Why why are you doing this stuff? This is this stuff is a gimmick. It's it's going to be here today, gone tomorrow." Mm-hmm. Right? And now it's a dozen you know, years later, and they're thriving they're doing really well yeah they all are. these local breweries are doing really well i mean there's i mean been huge success out of all of them so you know i support them i i enjoy love going it. to these breweries and you know they're, they're just amazing people they're amazing businesses and uh it's nice to have something local that we get to drink and say hey this is made here in our backyard
0: love it uh, i i gotta ask you know because uh i'm actually a whiskey slash ip kind of beer guy myself mm-hmm. what's your go-to so,
1: with whis- w- with whiskey, I love. And, and,
0: and granted, I don't know too much, so but I'm curious to see
1: how you articulate about this thing. So, so for me, <laughs> it's it's about what kind of mood I'm in. Okay, like what am I trying to mm. drink? So my favorites are tequila and whiskey. Okay. So in whiskey, some of my favorites are, are personal barrel picks. Mm. So for a lot of for the audience and people that are listening, what that means is when we get to actually taste. The juice, mm. the whiskey, out of one single barrel. Right. Because what you're normally drinking is a blend of a bunch of different mm, barrels. For sure. Right? To keep the consistency. Mm-hmm. But for me, I love to be able to try the single barrels. And then out of the single barrels, whichever ones we like the most are the ones that I'm like, oh, shit, this one's great. Nice. If me, Travis, and Garrett, all three of us combined think that this barrel is the best unanimously, mm-hmm. then we're going to buy that whole barrel. Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Uh okay, curious It seems like you have a lot of experience uh, you have a lot of experience with you know liquor, wine, and all these other drinks right for consumers out there i mean what how, how can how can we better experience liquor and all these other drinks
1: uh in different motions i I would say one of the couple of the biggest mm-hmm. right so since we're talking about whiskeys and hard liquor first. I would say the number one thing is is learn how to drink it correctly. And how do we do we drink it correctly? Correctly, right? Because the problem is this is, we we're growing up drinking crap, and you're like throwing back shots. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying to get the just the drunken. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so the number one thing is is when you're drinking something nice, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you know how to smell mm. the smell it properly. Okay, right. So not only you know what we're gonna do is when when this when somebody's listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. That same time they listen to this, they can go to our mutual page okay. on your, your Instagram mm-hmm. and our Instagram at we Deliver Liquor. Right. And we're going to do this as a video, collaborative video, and we're going to post it on how to drink. Okay. So they'll actually, because yeah. we can I only like say it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. we're going to do a video and we're going to post it on how to do it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let me in so then what we'll, what we'll do that. But one of the biggest things is you <laughs> want to experience it. It's from the notes. Mm. It's from your initial taste. It's from the finish. Mm. It's, there's so many different things. And we'll go go through all of that. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool because I'm also, you know, the Tequila and Taco Festival? Uh-huh. Um, I usually uh, in charge, I've been in charge of the tequila judging competition. Oh, wow. So, I get to show people how to do it right. No way.
0: And then sometimes we'll have
1: guest judges and comedians mm -hmm. come by to be a judge too. So uh, I'll teach them how to do it. So we'll do that together on Instagram and post it. But but it's an experience. And one of the biggest things I tell people is make sure you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Mm. In through your nose, out through your mouth. When people cough, it's usually because they're breathing back in through their mouth. All the alcoholic fumes are coming out of your mouth, mm-hmm. and you're breathing them right back in. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. So that would be my number one tip. And then, if anybody wants to know the know more tips, we'll we'll make a couple of dope videos. And by the time they're listening to this, they could check us out okay. at We Deliver Liquor yeah. cool. or on uh, Charles Creates. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Well, thank
0: you for sharing some of that stuff. You know, I think uh, even for me, like, I uh, like. I feel like I'm so such a such a novice mm-hmm. when it comes to drinking stuff like if people like if I look at a menu I'll be like yeah just what do you recommend <laughs> it's the first yeah. thing I would ask you know but I enjoy it, you know I want to experience stuff you know my sister started getting into wine for me like like my uh my my brother in law would show show me uh, uh whiskeys so I was like sure let me try it and I was like okay I'm starting to get the experience I'm starting to enjoy it not just you know drinking to drink get it fucked up and yeah. get fucked up yeah exactly mm-hmm. right. I'm, 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 for example, uh, yesterday we had Mac in here. Who he oh bought, yeah, yeah, he bought tequila. Oh And nice. I was like, okay, I'm actually I was actually tasting it. It's actually really good. You know, I, I, I don't know if I was doing it right, but I feel like that experience is missed out from you know the liquor and, and wine and and uh, you know uh, whiskey. So that's something I I definitely want to learn a little bit more. So that will be cool when we do that collaboration. And
1: you know what? Uh, and then also come by the shop. And yeah. uh, or anybody who's listening, if you're mm-hmm. in the Ventura County area, swing by Happy Place Craft Beer, Wine and Spirits. Um, my manager, my assistant manager, the staff—they really enjoy the products that we have. Mm-hmm. We have a huge selection. Yeah. But their job is to make sure they can help you narrow down what's the best product for mm, you. That's right. Cool. I, I think that's another thing is is they help you narrow down by understanding right. what you like. So if you like hazies, mm. we have a whole section. I like hazies. Right, of all hazies. Right. So we have, say, like two, three hundred hazy mm-hmm. options for you to pick from. Wow. If you like West Coast or if you like loggers or you like sours, stouts, like we have them all. And then what we can do is, is hey, if you like hazies, we recommend try one of these three, because mm-hmm. we have beers that you're not going to find anywhere else. Interesting. Right. You there may have a dozen retailers in California that carry some of the beers mm-hmm. that we do. That's it. In this area, it might be us, maybe one other place. And then a couple of cool tap rooms out here that have it, but it's really limited. So when you go there, you want to ask, hey, what do you guys have that you really love in a style that Charles likes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Okay. And then then once you like it or you don't like Mm -hmm. it, because see, the thing is some people get upset when they buy something that they don't like. Mm. To me, I know I don't like it. Mm. I know I don't like that style or I don't like that actual brewery. Mm. So- I'm gonna move to the next one. Hmm. So that's why we also offer people to be able to buy single cans. Mm. So you can mix and match twelve cans, six cans, four cans, two cans. Doesn't matter one mm-hmm. can, just so that you don't buy a four pack and regret it later. Nice.
0: I-, I also like that you that your page for we deliver liquor. You guys have a bunch of like videos talking about the different drinks and you know and experiencing and not just opening it like
1: you guys are literally products of the product you know you know we love what we do Mm -hmm. the guys love love to do the videos they enjoy drinking the products and half the time we're doing those r&d videos we're literally coming up shit on the fly r&d videos yeah wow i thought this was okay no they're literally they Mm. some of them They'll either have customers DM us and say, "Hey, try this, do this." (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So if you if you jump in the DMs, be like, "Hey guys, can you make this drink?" Mm -hmm. Or, "I love bananas. Can you make a drink with bananas?" And they'll literally jump on the video, shout you out, and make a video with bananas. That's super cool.
0: I I, I just appreciate that as a, you know, someone who does content and works with other brands like that. I like when a brand can articulate about the things that they sell, you know, as opposed to just a business selling it just because you know they can make money out of it.
1: You know, at the end of the day, we don't want to be just a, a place that you stop by <laughs> and pick up something. We experience. It's an experience. It's you're walking into our home. And we want to educate you. We mm-hmm. want you to enjoy the the experience of buying the product, of making the decision on what what product you For want to sure.
0: buy. Love that, love that. All right, cool. I'm 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 motivated to go check you guys out. Yeah, now. man. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the other thing you just re- recently launched, right? There was something exciting that you just opened up. Like, talk us a little bit more about that.
1: Are, are you talking about the post of? Wait, which what what were you talking about? You guys opened up a place, right? No, actually, so we haven't opened the place yet. Okay. So it's in the process. Yeah. So can we, what, can
0: we d- dive into a little bit of that? Yeah, absolutely. I, so sorry, I, I I thought it was open actually. For oh some no, I,
1: I wish it was open. That's been my <laughs> dream for a long mm-hmm. time. So uh, what we're doing is is in Saticoy, that three acre property where the store sits, mm-hmm. we own the the property. For we sure. got it rezoned. We've been working really hard on trying to f- develop it. So we finally decided that, hey, we we talked to the board of supervisor, uh, Matt Levere, um, and we talked to him about the development when he was the mayor Mm. of Ventura. And he says, I think this is amazing. We need this. Everyone's asking for a place to eat, a fun spot to bring your family and a good atmosphere. And this would be wonderful for not just Sati but all of East Ventura. R- wow. Okay. Right. So, and then he became the board of supervisor mm. when he became the board of supervisor, he actually asked me, he's like, Hey, you know what? I like, I like where your heart is for the community. Mm-hmm. You've always been a part of Saticoy. I grew up in the area, went to preschool there. He's like, I want you on the board of Saticoy. Wow. So then as I, as, as I took that position, uh, to, to be on the board, um, um, I'm, I'm now on the Satikoy, uh, uh Mack City Council Nice, Congratulations. and uh, thank you um, it, it's a wonderful thing to do for our community to help out and then just listening to a lot of people mm-hmm. that I talk to uh, being on the board and just being in the community they're just like hey we really need a place where we can go hang out mm. there's nothing there's really nothing I mean uh, the only cool spots that from there is like either go downtown or go to the collection mm-hmm. you Yeah, know? that's true you're just kind of like interesting you so, know
0: so you're creating this big experience of people to come around and expand the options for ventura county yeah and it's in sadicoid too you know yep. that, that's such a small part of like ventura and slash oxnard
1: yeah so yeah. so the thing is that it is unincorporated mm-hmm. so it's not in ventura it's not in auction art okay but it's in the middle of everything right right so if you have a friend in Santa Paula, mm-hmm. you're in Oxnard, mm-hmm. right? Somebody else's inventor be like, hey, let's all go get a beer. Let's go here because oh. it's seven minutes from all of us.
0: Deal. I'm, I'm bringing a friend. Right? right? Someone's in Santa Paula, I'll tell them to meet there. Exactly. Once it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so um, it's going to be
1: about two and a half years, three okay. years when it's done. Okay. But now the plans are in there. And in the plans, what we have is it's – we I literally took that, that – idea and that dream mm-hmm. that um, that they created in Ojai, an Ojai Beverage Company mm-hmm. is what it's called in I, I, I'm I designing a 5,000 square foot store with a restaurant in it behind it there's containers mm-hmm. that's going to have cocktail lounge it's going to have beer that's and awesome. wine it's going to have multiple tenants mm-hmm. so I'm going to have other food purveyors there For so sure. together we can give an experience to everyone so yeah. say say somebody's a vegan yeah I want a vegan spot there Right. Say somebody likes tacos, mm-hmm. we'll bring a taco place. Right. Uh, hot chicken? Okay, we'll bring a hot For chicken sure. place. So, you know, we'll have multiple options, multiple drinking options, mm-hmm. and just a fun outdoor experience because our weather is so beautiful out here. It is. Yeah. You know, I mean, sadikoi was rated. You know, Ventura County in general was rated so high, but mm-hmm. in Saticoy was, I think it was National Ge- Geographic rated like top five weathers of the world.
0: Interesting, yeah. because wow. we're away
1: from the marine layer. Mm. But we're close enough to get the cool breeze. Right, right,
0: right. That's awesome. And, Interesting.
1: And the sadikoi in Chumash Indian means protected by the wind. Really? So weather-wise, hmm. you get some of the best weather in the world right here in our backyard. Wow. And to be able to make something outdoorsy, something that's going to create jobs, mm-hmm. create opportunity for people, as well as is have a place you could bring your family. Because the thing is this, is you go downtown and it doesn't – It it's not made – most of the places you, if you go in the evening you don't feel like you could bring your family it's right. you know you know yeah you have restaurants that you can in the daytime mm-hmm. but for us we wanted to build a family fun experience and uh and now it's um we've submitted the plans so they're um they're with the county's hands right now nice. we're going to be going back and forth over the next 6 months to a year to get all that finalized and then hopefully in 3 years it's going to that's, We're going to break
0: ground. That's super awesome. And, and talk about the future of the community too, because it looks like what you are bring is not just an experience, it's to bring other people together as well, such as other businesses. Absolutely. Especially in here in Ventura County, such a foodie. Yep. You know, so like where that's projected, it looks like it's going to be a lot, of, it's going to be able to bring a lot of new, uh, new
1: businesses together and people. Absolutely. And I think the other really cool part about it is me being a landlord mm-hmm. and being an entrepreneur that's done it that relate. understands the food restaurant mm-hmm. understands a liquor right, store right, restaurant right, right. not only can I relate to the tenants to make sure that they're gonna be successful right but I come from a marketing background like that's really where like I've I've been doing marketing mm-hmm. since I started.
0: Love, right? that. Love I branded
1: that. myself as, yo, it's Sky, the mm. CD guy. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, like right, right. this is um, back in the day I went by my legal name, which is Guggen. Mm. Um Everyone said, hey, Guggen sells the CDs, right? <laughs> yeah. So everybody knew that I was a CD guy. I branded mm-hmm. myself that because once you give yourself the brand that you're the guy that does this and people say that, that's that's what you need. That's Love the validation. That. And now what happens with that is everyone comes to you for that, mm. you know? So so I, I'm really excited to be working with other entrepreneurs that that have the recipe mm-hmm. for success that just need a little bit of sprinkle on top and need the right location to do it. That's awesome. So uh, that's going to be really, really fun. And then even bring local talent for sure. Artists, you that's know, another opportunity too. there's a lot of talent in here. Yeah and and it's not going to be like a raging like loud music but yeah. hey if we get people there Maybe. singing <laughs> no I mean, that's not the the okay, way I'm okay. direction I'm got going to, got to, got to. I'm really going family friendly mm, okay, atmosphere okay, okay. cuz you okay. know being a father of my son I'd love I love going to the breweries because I get to take him. Mm. I can take him. I can have a couple of beers. We can have some food. It's not like a bar. We can chill out. Yeah, Yeah, it's just, he can run around, have fun. Mm -hmm. He can talk to people.
0: That's awesome. Kid-friendly and also, you know, adult-friendly.
1: And and I feel like that's what a lot of Venturians want and Mm. Oxnardians want. Like, we want something where once you get to that age where you're like, hey, I want to take my kids. Now, if I can't take my kids, then, no, I don't want to go. You know, when you're younger, you want to go to a club, you know, you're trying to hook up and yeah. trying to do all that. But yeah. later on, once you have kids and you get older, you're just like, hey, I want to I want to spend my money somewhere where I can bring my family. I think you're making a
0: good point there, Scott. I mean, to be honest, now I see what you mentioned about, you know, you like to listen to what people are talking about. Because, yeah, I think as Ventura County is growing, people move here to
1: build families. Yep. And, and it's funny. I was just talking to the owner of... Um, this brand new like fusion Indian restaurant in downtown. Sounds uh, familiar. It's called Cap. Uh, damn it! Now I can't remember the name, but it's uh it's it's like, it's like Cappy Cat, something. But they they do like really good dosas. Mm. They have like different chais and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we went there and the food was actually pretty good mm-hmm. so I, I i did like it we had this long conversation with them um him and his wife were from the val uh, the la and they moved here because they just had a daughter they're like we want to get out of la right
0: so okay you know of so thing about going out here
1: they, they already did they, they already oh, opened already up here. a business out oh, here because oh, they're they already
0: they're established okay. yeah it's
1: because they wanted to get away from la mm. come to a town like you know ventura county so like you you already see it, like it's happening. And then, you know, a lot of pe- a lot of the baby boomers, their kids are now growing up like myself. Yeah. In here. You know, they're in their mid thirties mm-hmm. and so for for them they're all having kids mm-hmm. now. So you want a place that's inviting to them. Wow. Awesome. Which is gonna be different. Like if you go to the breweries, like go to Topa Topa on Sunday. Go to Topa Topa okay. on Cole Street on Sunday. Come by our food trucks there as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll see how many families are there hanging out with the kids running around, enjoying beer and having food and just doing it all responsibly. Mm-hmm. But and everyone's having a good time. Cool. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah,
0: I, I, I like that. I mean, talk about, you know, building foundations for the future. You know, I mean, you you certainly have that. I mean, like like I said, it, I can see what you mentioned about you being a listener. And not just that, I think you're in it for the people, too. You know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the thing is this is it's not ever about money, right? You don't do things, I'm, at least for me. And, uh, I Obviously, we need money to pay bills, for to live sure. a lifestyle. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like you can give somebody all the money in the world. They're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing something like for a cause you're trying to help people right like i i want to help other people get wealthy Mm, you know what i'm saying like it took me a long time to get to where i'm at right and it to be honest with you i didn't even realize when that happened Mm -hmm. because i was just so worried with my head down (laughs) working hard then you realize you step back and you're like holy shit wow like it took a conversation with my cousin to Mm -hmm. be like yo bro like really (laughs) <laughs> like and when I was like I'm hard on myself, I'm like, man, I'm not there, I'm not there, I'm not there, because you're always just trying to move forward. Yeah, yep. I, I think it's not I'm even <laughs> about the money, it's about how can I be better tomorrow, mm. better tomorrow than I was yesterday. Right. You know, and I think that's the biggest struggle, you know, when you're an entrepreneur For sure. and when you're motivated to to move yeah. move your community forward and yourself forward, what can I do to
0: to outdo myself? For sure. And and that's that's a conversation to have with myself daily. And still to this day, I'm like, dude, like, okay, did you actually get shit done? One is like the accountability, right? Like, did you actually get shit done? Two is, are you too hard on yourself? Yeah, You know, like those, those are like two... Metrics. That's that's for me. I've been kind of still figuring out how to balance. You know, how do you go about that? You know, in a day to day life. I'm sure you have way more experience. That you're more, you know, kinder <laughs> to yourself, right? But I feel like you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking about myself. But I'm sure other people can relate. Where at a young age, building your business, you're so
1: hard on yourself. You know, I, I'm I'm hard. I'm so hard on myself mm. as well. Um, and sometimes I'll go through. And the thing is, is you go through funks too, mm. right? True. You're like. The thing is, this is when everything is going great, like you, you can't be hard on yourself Mm. because you're like, everything's going great. Okay. And then the moment and when everything is going great, you're kind of like, there's no chaos. I'm not Mm -hmm. happy. Uh, Right. You, you, you feel me? Yeah. You're like, like, everything's going good. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I feel like I'm not needed. (laughs) It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Right. Like I feel like I'm not needed. Like uh, everything's running without me now. Yeah. Like I feel like through COVID, mm-hmm. like everything was kind of running like, and everything's doing really well. And I'm just like, holy shit! Like I'm like depressed. <laughs>
0: That's so funny because uh, I also feel like like I remember when I was working at my job. Like like I loved the fact that I was just doing multiple things at once. You know, I loved kept keeping busy. And when I
1: didn't. I felt like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like I was depressed. Yeah. You know? It's 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 weird. And then now right now, like with the economy, the recession, mm. with the weather's been mm, you know, crazy. I mean, it's kinda cool to see snow yeah, in the mountains, no, no, right? Right. That's dope, right? <laughs> Especially in Ventura County for sure. So that's beautiful, but at the end of the day is like business like for the store january february was terrible mm. because of all the snow yeah. all the rain all the water ah, see, and, see, see, and see, bad see. weather means people you know aren't driving as much right. they're not drinking as much because it's not hot mm-hmm. whatnot so even though the the store wasn't doing as good it never does good in january then mm-hmm. people do dry january you know that screws mm-hmm. shit up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and dry all the january. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Mama didn't raise no quitter. You can't be quitting, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, but anyhow, right? So, like, at that time, like, that happened. And now it's like, hey, now let's, let's figure this out. How can we, like, take the business to the next level? Right, right, right. So now there's that excitement of fixing problems. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm excited right now because I'm, like, trying to take what we built and go higher. Mm. Now, how do we, how do we come back in March and, You know, this summer and kill it and overall make our total year numbers better, even though January, February was terrible. You know what I mean? The excitement of that. Now, in the food truck, it was just like my whole vision with the food truck was this is a marketing vehicle. Mm. It's a way of building a brand. Let people know that, hey, our food is fucking for real. Mm -hmm. Right. It's for real. And you're going to love it. Right. Right. That was the goal. And just put it out there, put it out there, put it out there, be everywhere, and build a brand, right? It wasn't even about making money, Mm -hmm. right? It wasn't about, hey, I want to make a lot of money off of this future. It was like, as long as we break even, Mm -hmm. like we were talking (laughs) (laughs) about. hey, hey, as long as we break even, we good. And six months in, and not only we broke even, um, I haven't paid back my initial investment, Mm -hmm. but the business is now profitable. Mm. It's making money. And it's exciting and it's making money in a shitty time of year. Okay, interesting. So, so when, when my bread and butter business mm-hmm. is like hanging on, right? Just through the months, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it does every year, January, February, is slow, but this mm-hmm. year was worse. Now the food truck's killing it mm. because the word's getting out. People talking about the food, they're like, holy they're shit. They're going talk about, hey, Doesn't he have a liquor store too? Like they, they do, and it helps because they both have the same name. Happy Place Eatery, Happy Place Craft We Spirits. There's that brand identity. It goes back to what it's going back to what we were talking about earlier. It's about you know what you do in your profession, right? In your hustle, is help people brand their business. Yes. What they're doing. Yes. And if I hadn't branded. My business the way I have, mm. my success at the store wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Neither would the the eatery. The eatery would be eating shit. Mm. You know, it, yeah. it, we couldn't like we couldn't hang on. But because of the branding, the marketing, people already like love our store. Like we're the popular store in Ventura right. County. Like if you if you ask people, hey, what's the the dope spot to go to? For sure. You know they're gonna mention Happy Place Craft Wine Spirits, or they might say Sam Sadikoi Liquor, right. which is the old name. Oh, but no. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is totally fine. You know, uh, because that's for some people we're always that, that, that was be, the name before. Yeah, okay. they're they're you know they're gonna be some people are gonna say Sadikoi Liquor, Sam Sadikoi mm-hmm. Liquor. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but our vision was to excel and now start duplicating Love it. the store and the eatery mm-hmm. and start making more of these. And I can't do that with a name like Sam Sadikoi. Like, mm. as much as I love Sadikoi, and it was hard for me to drop the Sadikoi name sure. out of it. It was really fucking hard. Mm.
0: Why is that? Just because you lived in it for your for your most of your life, or I love
1: Sadikoi. Okay, right? I don't want to like take that away from it. You know what I mean? Okay. But it was one of those things is to move forward and start popping up stores everywhere. Mm. I got to ask, how did you come up with the name Happy Place Winery or Happy Place Liquor and then Happy Place Eatery? So um, on Happy Place's Instagram, no, not Instagram. It was on Yelp. Mm. Somebody put a review up and said, um, it's one of the dopest like, reviews. It was like <laughs> like four pages long. And at the end, <laughs> I love that. And at the, at the end, after all this shit, oh, it was that's like- That's how you know you're it, giving a brand experience. It, right? <laughs> and the person just like, holy shit, like- I would like, it just funny, but it was very creative. Mm-hmm. It was like a dope ass post. And then right at the bottom, it said, this is my happy place. Mm. And then I looked at that. and I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? I that's, was like, this so is awesome. my happy place. And so Sam is my dad's name. Mm, yeah. So I, I didn't want to put Sam in it because it's just, there's too many Sams. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, fuck, I love the happy place. And my mom's name's Happy. Mm, interesting. That's her nickname. So I was like, wow. oh shit, we just got her name. Yeah, that's And cool. after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And it took me about a year to actually pull the trigger just because I didn't want to get rid of the name Sati That's freaking cool.
0: <clears throat> I love that. That's that's a great story to have. I'm, gl- I'm glad I I'm captured in a podcast. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's pivot a little bit, Sky. Um besides your winery and your restaurant and this location for the family in Sadako you're building, what are some other projects you might be working on
1: that you're excited about? Um I think the expansion of the Happy Place brand okay. in general is really my focus. Mm. Um I think in the past I've as an entrepreneur. I've tried really hard to do other projects. Right, right. Because I always want to be, hey, I want to do what's next. As an entrepreneur, right, right, right. you always hey. Yeah, hey. For sure, you for kinda sure. almost get bored of what you're doing and you wanna do something oh, else. Oh yeah.
0: You wanna have your right? hands on all many things all at once, you know? Yeah, you've gotten that <laughs> itch too, right? <laughs> and I'm trying, especially as a marketer. I love like, you know, different platforms and you know, testing things out, but no. Yeah.
1: So, so for me, it's like, Hey, I need to be laser focused Mm -hmm. on the happy place brand. So that means the store. That also means the truck. Mm -hmm. That also means the project that we're going to do, um, the land development, but it it is built for, for us. For sure. So that's my main focus. Um, if it doesn't have to do with real estate and it doesn't have to do with happy place, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much not going to focus on it. That's awesome. Um I I love marketing. Um I launched a marketing company and it was just one of those things that I I was having difficulty. Mm. It was it's really difficult and really hard and I respect Anybody like yourself that's in this field. Oh, thank you. Because it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, it is. But more importantly, you're not appreciated by the people who need you the most. <laughs> for sure. Like you literally, there's people that fucking need your services, mm-hmm. but they don't understand they need your services. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's because they don't get it. Mm hmm. And I'm a marketer from heart. I'm a marketer because that's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. right? And the reason our store does the numbers it does and the eateries grown the way it is because of my marketing mindset. Mm -hmm. Because not only am I the idea guy, I come up with ideas. I come up with the creativity. I also surround myself with other people that have great creativity. And I kind of show them kind of what I want to do. And I I let them – I. I let them kind of just run with their ideas mm-hmm. too, as long as they understand. Hey, this is my focus. This For is what sure. I want to do, and building that team around um, it's 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 really been helping us out. Um, and as much as I I would love to really go back and push the Circle Media Group mm-hmm. and and explode that, um, I'm still running it but i'm only running the media for myself because it's easy for for me to be convinced to spend three four grand a month Mm -hmm. on marketing for sure because i understand the value of it yeah right so i'm like i'm gonna charge myself Mm. and i'm gonna hire my own company nice and i'm only gonna focus on me right now love that and and my whole thing is is if if i get the results that i know i'm gonna get later on people i may i may relaunch it for other people. But right now, it's just mainly for me and my businesses and what my endeavors are right now. Yeah,
0: I think even then, I mean, you know, at some point, <clears throat> at one, that's a good focus. I think is you're definitely going to explode the business with that laser focus. But even then, I think if you come back into it, I think you'd kill it. Thank you. you. Know, just think, just seeing how you think and how you look at things. Yeah. So the, the only thing I would say probably is that it would probably require you to invest how to structure that, Yep. right? Because that was my problem with my agency, which like, okay, well, this worked, this didn't work. All right, let's, I work with this contractor, this type of contract doesn't work for me. All right, cool. This service doesn't work. I, I literally went from like, let me offer graphic designs and, and maybe even websites. And I
1: was like, nope, let's just make it about social media. Yeah, well, that, that's great. Um, I think one of my failures with doing the circle the Circle mm. Media Group was my vision was so big mm. and as great of a salesperson as, <laughs> as I am, yeah. I couldn't sell anybody on understanding. Because mm. the thing is this, is when, when you're at like where I'm at, right? Compared to somebody who's just getting started, right? Not to say anything who's better or whatever, but when I'm at a financial level that, you know, I've been able to do certain experiences and things due to my hard work, what my businesses have created and seeing what I want for my future mm-hmm. and how, how, <clears throat> how big that business can be. Mm-hmm. And my vision is so big. Sometimes it's, it's difficult to convey that to somebody else and for them to believe it and work as hard as you are on accomplishing that goal. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that was my major weakness and maybe what I should have done is I should have calmed down a little bit and just kind of focused a l- like little by little and shown them the progress of those mm, little movements right? and not let them in on the, the full detail of what's going on in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think a lot of things would have been a lot more successful mm. because my problem isn't getting clients. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that's normally most people's right number one problem for sure. Right. My problem was getting the talent to be consistent, understand what needs to be done. And I didn't understand everything that the talent needed. Mm. But I, I tried to have that open communication and say, hey, what exactly do you need for success? Right. Right. Do you need more money? Do we need to buy more stuff for sure? Do you need more talent? Gotcha. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. But a lot of those decisions that that people gave me said, hey, I think we need to do this. Mm-hmm. So I went out and hired more people.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. But, but
1: not enough shit was getting done with that extra money. Right, I right. I could have gave that money to another person, mm-hmm. gave them more money, and doubled their money, and all they needed to do was double, triple the output, mm. right? If they right. needed more money- Great, that's not a problem. Right, right, right. But the problem is, is there's miscommunication. Um, I was bad at listening and understanding what they wanted because they couldn't express exactly what they wanted.
0: Hey, I, I gotta say, Sky, that that's pretty bold for you to come out and understand exactly. What your weaknesses were, and to identify that, you know, like I said, even the fact that you can articulate on this thing, just so you, if if you ever decide to go in that direction as well, I think you would kill it. And even then, you know, if, if you ever need my help on on my end, just my advice from my brain, open, open. Yeah, hey, appreciate that.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, you know, because I think one of the things that um that personally I do is I listen to everybody, mm. right? I can learn from anyone in any field, e- even my own competition mm-hmm. right i can have a conversation with them and we can both help each other for out for sure i
0: think there's so much there's i think there's so much value in having the right <clears throat> conversation with yes. someone who does the same thing or something similar yep. because then you can learn from each other and what's working what's not working and maybe even then you could you know cross reference those. like for example i have a fr- another person who does almost the same as i do but i know the fact that i can't take on this type of work I would rather send that person there because I can't take down. I wanna make that person happy
1: first. Absolutely. Right. And and then when you need help and you got a bigger project and you need more people, you can call them to be like, Hey, I got this gig. Can you be a sub <laughs> oh, for man. me?
0: Those are things I'm learning from uh, my uh, other friends and even my mentor or my partner, too. Which we're partnering up in this agency as well. So it's 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 exciting seeing to see that as well. And it's a value that I've already kind of incorporated and just knowing, oh, okay, other people do the same thing. Okay. So I'm not all alone after all. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, the thing is this is there's so many struggles everybody deals with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem is, is people aren't open about it mm. to yep. talk about it. For sure. And... Let people know they're having an issue, because if if somebody doesn't know you're having an issue, they can't help you yeah, solve it. It's kind of hard to right, mention and it. and I think the ego and this whole mindset of oh yeah I'm kicking ass in my business and everything is perfect, but then in, on the inside you're like that ain't true. Yeah, you know, and I think I think for me it's easy for me to just be straight up about a lot of shit mm-hmm. is because I I like to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Like why the fuck should I act like everything is perfect when, it's, when
0: not. it's not Yeah, you know what I mean yeah I think that's that's real key even from my team I tell them you know, hey like listen even if they're just freelancers working per project at any time they can I let them know hey listen if there's something you can't do just let me know like, I'd, I'd rather you be honest than me putting on pressure and then all of a sudden it just doesn't work out and you beat yourself up for it or something like that, you know? And on the other spectrum, actually, my project assistant, we were just talking about how, hey, certain clients are wanting certain things. Let's kind of audit how we're doing? I've set up the system to communicate better, but I don't know how they're doing. So uh, we're in the process right now, basically trying to see and get more feedback for how our operations are, or how is it for
1: them ultimately, you know. So it, and that's great that you're you're focusing on that, right? It's it's all systems, right? Yeah. Because once you create better systems, and that that makes your workflow smooth, mm-hmm. it makes the communication better. And just having all those tools that you create and understand it. And that also is going to reduce the amount of time that you guys spend because you have a system. You know what yeah, to do. For sure.
0: And it's something I'm learning, too. You know, like, I mean, I've never built, like, a crazy business. You know, like, I've been in other business ventures, but not successful business. So right now it's, it's an interesting process to learn how to balance things out.
1: And, and I think some people don't value being in failing businesses enough, hmm. I think some of my biggest failures. One of them was the bloody cure, right? Hmm. Which was a michelada mix that really? we exploded out here. Uh, me, you know, Mambo from mm-hmm. from Q. Yeah. So me and him launched it. Um, it it didn't succeed the way I wanted it to. Right. Probably because um, I had I I tried to wear too many hats. Mm. Uh, There's too much to get done, and there was problems that needed attention mm. and my optimism kept thinking, Oh, it's going to be fine. Mm. This company's going to come through. They're going to come through. They're going to come through. And it just took too long before we found another manufacturer to manufacture right, a product right, right, right. that you, I got burned out mm-hmm. financially. You know, everyone else thought like, Hey, sky's making millions of dollars off of this. Cause it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Vaughn's Albertson's go really? like we were in 500 stores in California. Wow. And, you know, I sit back now and I see like, hey, and now if I was to redo it, I know what I would do, what I wouldn't do, what I would change, the excitement mm-hmm. of like launching the brand and doing it. Um, it was great. Um, but obviously, I, I made a lot of mistakes. And now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm thankful for that experience. For sure. Because now moving forward, it's like those same mistakes, as long as you don't make them again, those, those failures... Are the reason you're going to succeed in life?
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. A lot of people don't value that, and which which is probably why also they are afraid to take jumps and risks and other things in life because they're afraid of experiencing things like that. When in reality, like the way I see things in life is that there is no loss or or <clears throat> win, right? It's just it just is the process just moving.
1: See, the problem is is as children mm-hmm. we have most of us have been trained not to take risks. Mm, Yeah. Right. That's why like that, you know, if somebody's about to fall or something or something, they're like ready to stop you. Mm -hmm. Anything's happening. They're going to protect you. And the problem when you launch your business is everybody in your circle is giving you advice that they would give to themselves. Mm. Right. And that is like, Hey, this isn't good for me. I, it would fuck me up. I don't think (laughs) this is good for you. You're going to work really hard and you're <laughs> going to, so you're going to probably fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't want you to do this <sighs> mm-hmm. because I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Oftentimes, and, yeah. and when people there, the problem is, is they're not coming from a bad place. Mm-hmm. They're just coming from a different place. And when you realize that, wow, what's right for you is not right for them. Right. You're two different human beings. Mm-hmm. Your drives are different. What gets you up in the morning is different. And if you have the ambition, not only to work hard when things are going good, but when things are bad, to fucking try even harder right. and figure out how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Wow, wow, that that
0: is. There's a lot of things to break down in there, you know. Especially when it comes down to just understanding that. Hey, listen, like, you're you're gonna you're gonna need to be okay with the failure anyways, you know? And, and it's part of the process. It's supposed to make you who you are. And, you know, I think a lot of people undervalue that experience, and I think that's why it prevents them from moving forward with different decisions. Because who knows? Like, the way I see it is that you don't know if you're going to be right or wrong, but after it, you might. Then you can get a better decision. That's kind of how I do things with, my, with some of the strategies that I learn for my clients. It's like, I don't know if this thing works, but then if I try, then I'll figure out.
1: Absolutely. You know? And and even when when I do any marketing strategies mm-hmm. for my business, right, I'll come up with three different styles, mm. three different things. Try them all out. Look at whichever that. one works. That's where the marketing is coming in. <laughs> right? So whichever one works, I'm going to push that mm, one. Love that. Love that. Right? I'm going to push the one that worked. Now, I know this worked. So when I put $1,000 in ad spend, I'm going to put it on the one that worked mm. on the platform that it worked because it was created for that platform. Right. Right. The people, people don't really understand how much the brainstorming mm-hmm. and the the creativity of what you're producing for the channel you're producing makes a difference Mm -hmm. because if your audience is an older audience, you want to be on Facebook creating content and, and putting, putting out multiple items and then pushing the one that works. Yes. If it's a younger audience, where are we going to be? Instagram, TikTok. Exactly. Right. So I think the problem is, is failure is just a way of, of winning. It's a part of success. It's
0: gotta move you forward. Yeah, got it. Yeah, it's 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 how you eliminate options the way I see it. Absolutely, you know, just like rejection. You know, that's Dude. how you know who's not a perfect fit for you. Absolutely, but you gotta put yourself out there and figure out to see who's gonna be there. Cool. Uh, until they see Charles mm-hmm. blow
1: up and become <laughs> this this huge star. All of a sudden, they think they're the perfect fit now all of a sudden. Oh, uh, let's we'll see. He's rolling around in, you know, his Lamborghini. The calls are going to be happy. Hey, you remember me? Oh, yeah, I remember you. Uh, you, you stop, stop, stop. <laughs>
0: we'll see where it goes from then. But uh, we, we, we've, we've talked a lot in here, Sky. I really appreciate your time. I think you've uh, added a lot of value. I'd like to continue more, but also, you know, value your time and, you know, you have your own things going on as well. So let's pivot a little bit into what's going on. You've talked about what's gonna happen, what you're excited for in the next couple of years even, right? Now for anybody reaching out, like I guess if they wanted to work with you, I mean obviously you've mentioned where they can find some your restaurant, your 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 uh, liquor store as well. Um for anybody who do want to reach out to you, collaborate with you or do other stuff, like what are some how are some things they
1: can work with you? Um well I'm I love helping the community mm-hmm. and helping people. Um, I'm an open book. If somebody wants to chop it up, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. Um, skycenter.com. Cool. Uh, if you go to S-K-Y-S-U-N-N-E-R.com, all my social medias, all my links, all the stuff that that I'm on is on there. And, and and I'm here to work with people, collaborate, do mm-hmm. some cool stuff. One of the cool things that we do at the store is we have other creators, other local entrepreneurs that come in and then do drinks with us and we get to highlight them. Mm. Right. I'm all about highlighting my community. So if, if anyone's listening to this podcast, you want to be on a part of it, hit us Perfect. up at, at, we deliver liquor, jump on a video with us. If you like cocktails, you like drinks, you like beer, whatever it is, you like beef jerky, we got some of the best beef jerky <laughs> in town. We can do a video really? on that. Yeah, man. Oh, I gotta check that out. Some fire, bro. Okay. You gotta come by, check it out. Hey, I'm, I'm already
0: motivated to go, so I'm gonna make up. i am I'm gonna make a trip out there. Cool. And then, um, for anybody listening, um, any last words you wanna voice out? Be who the
1: fuck you really are. Be who you are and don't let anybody change that. There we go. No matter what you're doing, if you're true to yourself, people will see it, people will feel it, and success will
0: follow. Yeah, love that. Couldn't have said it better. Cool. Well, thank you for taking the time out here, Sky. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode as much as me listening. Um,
1: hey. Yeah. Thank you again, Sky. Hey, thank you, and uh, I appreciate everyone out here listening, and uh, respect the hustle, brother. Keep it up. Thank I you. wanna. I want to see, uh, you know, in 180 days where you're at. <laughs> Dude, and, I'm excited uh, for that, too. I want to yeah. see where that goes out. <laughs> hey, keep it up, brother. It's it's an inspiration. Mm. I mean, even to me, like, seeing what you're doing, bro. Thank you. Like, this is, is cool. It's dope. Thank you're you. You're letting people you. in, and you're being you're being real. Yeah. So uh, keep it up, and uh, I'm, I'm going to keep watching your journey. Oh, keep listening yeah. to your journey, brother. Cool. Well, thanks again, Sky.
0: Take care, bro. All right, guys. For anybody listening in, we'll see you guys in the next episode.
1: Hey, voice community,
0: are you or do you know anybody that is looking to brand them and voice themselves out even more? On this voice podcast, we're always looking for more candidates to voice out with interesting stories, powerful stories that are needed to be shared and amplified. We have a candidate list if you're looking to hop on the show, whether through Zoom or in person. We prefer in person because the content is much better. And we'd love to see how we can collaborate. So go ahead and click the link below and we can potentially include this individual or individuals to be part of the next show.